0: Hello and welcome to episode number 211 of the Property Magic podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the housing shortage crisis and what does it mean for you and your property investing. As you know, In the UK at the moment, a lot of people are talking about this problem that we just do not have enough accommodation. It's one of the reasons we're seeing rental rates shoot up massively, which is good news for you if you are a property investor with property to rent out. If you have a good property in a good area, you will easily rent that out and you get a lot more rent now than you can maybe last year. Uh, Rightmove have reported that on average, rents have gone up 10% 10% over the last 12 months, uh, which is maybe not unexpected given inflation last year. Earlier this year was 10%. It's now come down. Um, but obviously, as inflation goes up, the cost of living, we can expect rents to go up as well. Now, both political major political parties, obviously the current Conservative government, have for many years said that we need 300,000 new homes every year. And also recently, um, Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party, uh, has been saying that Labour, if they get into power next time, commit to build one and a half million homes over the next five years. And that's a nice big number. But if you think about it, it's still 300,000 homes a year. So it's interesting that both Labour and Conservative are agreed that we need 300,000 new homes in the UK every single year to meet growing demand. Now the reality is that the average has been probably just less than 200,000 and this year in 2023 we probably won't get as many as 150,000 new homes. So this is why there is a big shortage of accommodation. Now if that's the case why are we seeing property prices come down in 2023? Well, there are a number of factors for this. First of all, you need to recognise that property is a cyclical market. Prices go up and they also come down. And over the last couple of years during the COVID pandemic, we had this very unexpected boom that was due to some government stimulation where the government took away uh, stamp duty on many properties. Uh, They also introduced the bounce back loans and civil loans that were to help businesses recover. But I think a lot of that money found its way into the property market. And we had just this massive boom in prices, which was kind of unexpected. Uh, A lot of people at the beginning of the COVID pandemic thought property prices would probably come down, including myself, including the Bank of England, who predicted that property prices would come down as much as 16% in 2020. Um, That's probably what the government responded to and brought in these very effective measures that stimulated the market. And the reason the government did that is part of the UK economy, one of the foundations of the UK economy, is obviously the um, housing sector. So they couldn't afford for that to crash and the retail sector to crash, which was obviously happening during the COVID pandemic. So that's why the government stepped in and uh, intervened and caused that market stimulation, which certainly worked. But after every boom, you always have a bust or at least a price correction. Now, the last property market crash was back in 2008. That was due to the global financial crisis. I don't think we're going to have a property market crash, but we're still seeing this correction. Uh, If you listen to the figures, uh, Halifax were saying that um, property prices, this was based in July, were 3.8% down on the previous uh, 12 months. Um, And interesting, 12 months ago, prices were uh, 10% up. So there's actually been a 14% swing in direction from where prices were increasing to prices now coming down. So that's a significant change in direction. Um, part of that has been caused by inflation. Part of that has been caused by the knock-on effect the inflation has onto interest rates, because the Bank of England uses interest rates as a macroeconomic tool to try and control inflation. And as we saw uh, from the beginning of 20, February, twenty twenty-two, they started to increase interest rates. Uh, so they're at a bit of a peak at the moment. Now, many people believe we're going to get this tabletop effect where. Um, Interest rates have gone up. They'll flatten out. They'll be level for a period of time and then they'll eventually come down. I can't see interest rates really coming down until sometime in 2024, maybe even summer 2024. So I think we've got rates where they are certainly for a moment. But I believe actually they will eventually come down. But who knows? Uh, That's just my personal opinion. So what does all this mean for you and your property investing? Well, as I said, property prices are coming down right now. And what that means is many investors get very nervous. They sit back, they wait to think, maybe let's wait till prices hit the bottom, then we'll come in and buy then, which, as I've said before in this podcast, is a brilliant theory, but Who knows when it's going to hit the bottom? I don't know. You don't know. No one knows. And the reality is when prices do hit the bottom and everybody knows they've hit the bottom, including the media, including the general public, including buyers and sellers... At that point, sellers are less likely to offer a good discount because they believe and hope that someone is going to come along and offer them more money for the property they're trying to sell because the property market's starting to go up again. So now, when the prices are coming down, really is a good time to jump in. And as long as you know what you're doing, it's a great time to be buying property. Whilst most amateurs are waiting by the side, it means you don't have as much competition. Add to that the fact that many landlords are selling up for various reasons, it means there's actually less rental accommodation on the market available for rent, which is another reason why rents go up. And also those landlords who are selling up, obviously not looking to buy and expand their portfolio, they're now in the stage where they're contracting their portfolio. So what this means is less competition for you, less competition in terms of renting properties out, less competition in terms of actually buying properties. So whilst the property market is going down, this really is the best time for you to jump in and make the most of this incredible buying opportunity. Whilst most people are waiting by the side. Um, I want to go back to this uh, quote by Labour about building these one and a half million homes, because a lot of people say, well, if one and a half million homes are built in the next um, five years, that's going to flood the market. Surely prices are going to come down. Well, the reality is we live on this little island with a limited amount of accommodation and a generally increasing population. And so that's why there's just not enough accommodation. Now, interesting, for the first time, the Labour Party have said how they're going to create all these houses. They said, we're going to look at planning and we might start opening up some of the Greenbelt areas. Now, for many years, green belts have been protected. And what normally happens, you might get a town or a village and slowly the planning envelope around that urban area extends. And so what was once Greenfield site becomes um, potential land that can be built on? Labour have talked about creating new towns and cities, um, which I think is probably a good idea. Um, however, the the fundamental issue I have with the numbers they're quoting is how on earth are they going to get to 300,000 homes a year? Because there are a couple of challenges with that. First of all, there is just not enough labour. You know, you can't just suddenly get a load of people who can do the buildings. Um, they're going to have to create, which I think might be a good idea, some equivalent of what was apprenticeship or back in my day, it was called YTS Youth training scheme to bring more people back into the construction industry because we just do not have enough people to build all of these properties. Also, when we had this uh, problem with supply chain of building materials due to COVID in 2020 and 2021, we saw the cost of materials shoot up massively. Now, costs have stabilised. There's some stockpiles. I think prices are coming down a bit. But for really to get this much uh, accommodation built, um, it's expensive to build properties right now. And so I think we're going to have to see something happen there with the supply chain to increase the amount of materials to keep up with the demand for 300,000. So 300,000 homes, that's the target, both for labour and for conservative Party, I don't think it's a realistic target at the moment. Labour talked about, well, let's change the planning policy, as I said, to open up the green belts. But what the biggest problem is, in my view, it's not just the policy, it's the local government planning departments. Now, I don't know about you, I don't know if you've tried to apply for planning over the last couple of years, um, is a really difficult thing. And unfortunately, I do feel for the planning departments. They are often understaffed. They have people off sick. They still, some of them use COVID as an excuse. People are working from home and they're not as efficient. Well, it's just rubbish in my view. But the reality is there are people who want to build, but they're getting held back at planning. So it's not just the planning policy. What the government need to do or Labour Party need to do is actually beef up the resources in the local council to deal with all of the applications coming through and to streamline the process so it's easier to get permission. Now, obviously, there have been some changes to the uh, world of permitted development, which means it's now possible for certain types of property where you used to have to get Planning permission to turn them into to change the use into turn into accommodation. You can now just use prior approval. way. basically you write to the council, you say I'm going to do this, and unless they come back to you in 56 days, uh, you've effectively got permission to move forward. So that is definitely a step forward. I think maybe more permitted developments will help the situation. We'll be able to build more properties, but unless something fundamentally happens to the way that de- uh, planning is processed in the local councils, there's always going to be this backlog and it's going to be very difficult to produce this 300,000 homes a year. So what this means for you right now, there's great Rental demand. If you've got rental properties, you can easily rent them out. That's a good thing. And that's not going to change in the in the short term. There's always going to be a strong demand for good accommodation. So buy in an area with strong rental demand, make sure you always buy for positive cash flow. It's got to make you cash flow right now. Don't just think about future capital growth. Imagine that property prices are never going to go up and it will force you to focus on buying assets that make income right now. However, because of the supply demand prices are going to go up long time. Long term, sorry. Uh, Don't wait until prices start to go up. Educate yourself. Do your due diligence. Get in there. There are some fantastic deals right now. Look for and help motivated sellers, people who need to sell their property. Help them come up with an ethical win-win solution. And if you do that over the next 12 to 18 months, you're going to find you're going to rapidly build your property portfolio. And uh, you're going to look back in five years' time thinking, Oh my God, thank goodness I listened to Simon Zucci and all the other people who are telling me, despite what's going on, I really should be getting out there and building my property portfolio. So until next time, as ever, invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn.